Hi guys, this is Evis Jensen and welcome to the first episode of Rated R, the podcast where I will be giving you the most sincere commentaries about what is going on in this world at this exact moment. Just for starters, due to this being the first episode, let me allow you guys to get to know me. First of all, I am a Jamaican living in the Dominican Republic. I have been here ever since I was six and now I'm actually 22 years old so you can imagine it's been a while but yeah so that's the tea at the moment um I am a nurse student I should be graduating whether the ending of next year or the beginning of the following so yeah but apart from that let's get into commentary so just to be fun, I'm going to be talking a little bit about Dominican Republic and what it's like to live here, being a black female. Well, let me be honest. When you are a black female in the Dominican Republic, um, first of all, beware. I am in something called a barrio, which is like a rural section where you have occasionally hear bikes passing by, children playing and stuff like that so don't get you know worried if you hear that um anyway being a black female living in the dominican republic is very complicated um but you have to grow thick skin i've learned that over the years because for dominicans there are only one set of black people and that for them is haitians so when you are black, unless you speak English to them, they automatically assume that you are Haitian. That's just them. So either you are Haitian or you are a black American. That's that's what they assume. When I first came here, I was not accustomed to speak to them in English. My dad taught me that trick. <sighs> My dad taught me that trick when I was young to speak to them in English. Let me just move. I'm gonna move away from the door because this little girl's outside playing her games and you know, whatever. Um, the point is, my dad taught me from a young age. I don't know if you can hear that. That's a bike in the background. Yeah, so yay. Anyway, my dad taught me to speak to them in English so that they would automatically stop thinking of you as a Haitian. Um, but Oh my gosh, I have not realized how noisy living around here really is. I don't know why I got this wonderful idea of making a podcast, but okay, let's let's try to make this work. So yeah, normally these people tend to think that you are Haitian if you are black. And if you speak English, then you are automatically American. They do not understand that there are other countries out there including Jamaica, like where I am really from. Um, I don't know if you can hear that. That is, um, there's these trucks that transport like food and sell food. So that's what you're hearing in the background now. Living here has been very challenging. Apart from the racism, I've had a lot of problems with personal space. I mean, I don't know why, but... I'm assuming that other Dominican girls can tell you this. Dominican men do not understand personal space. They will legit walk up onto you to say hi. I mean, they don't understand, like, space. They don't get that. And it's very uncomfortable. Um, 
Yeah, that I always hated that. That's just why I'm so grumpy. I'm like the worst person. If you see me like on the street, I don't smile with anyone because they automatically think that's an invitation to walk into my personal space and it's so annoying. I've had men, old men drag me like legit. They will like grab my arm and pull me towards them. I'm like, dude, personal space like when are you guys going to learn? But apart from that, um, it's been all fun. I mean, the Dominican Republic is a beautiful country, but as I said, just like every other country, it depends on where you go. Right now, I'm living in a barrio where either there is music playing until like four in the morning. If it's not that, then the neighbors are fighting each other to the death. So it's really intense living here i've never really fancied it per se but it wasn't really a choice so you know here i am so (laughs) there's not a lot i can do about that um i go to the university called lawas which is the public university of this country and honestly i dislike it a lot um they're very unprofessional and i know i might get roasted for this but i'm just being honest filters no hiding things no am i going to decorate the truth no i'm going to be highly honest personally i dislike the university um they are the type of people that you will select your class at 10 a.m and you would go on monday and they will tell you no no uh uh-uh i'm not getting up at nine to be here at 10 so the teacher will tell you to start the class will be starting at 1 p.m and you know you have class at 1 p.m but they don't care they don't care they don't give a damn if you have class at at 1 p.m or 2 p.m they don't really care they just accommodate their schedule to their liking like as if you know so it's very uncomfortable i have i've had to like choose between classes because i could have a teacher that i selected a class for example like on a Monday at 2 p.m. And then when I go, they're telling me that, no, they want to be on Tuesday at 10 a.m. And I have a class on Tuesday at 10 a.m. So I have to sit down and try to figure out how I'm going to get this done. It's very unprofessional. If you want to, like, study and work at the same time, going to this university, hell no, bro. You, there's, not, there's no way. There's no way. You could go and the people at the work could say, okay, show me your schedule. But the moment school starts and they start to verbally change the schedule, there's nothing you can do. Like, you're screwed. So either you work or you study. Um, so I've, been, I've worked before and I had to leave it because, as, I can, as you guys can see, it's highly impossible to keep up. But apart from that, it's all good. I mean, it's not really their fault. I guess just public things are like that. Uh, I don't know if you guys have the same thing in your countries. Because as I said, I did come here when I was, I was really, really young. So I'm not sure what it's like in other countries. But in the public bank here, you're not allowed to use your phone. So you have to be in this everlasting line that sometimes takes up to five and six hours. And you cannot touch your phone. Because there is this police guard walking around looking to see if you are on your phone to tell you, take it outside, sir. I'm like, bruh, I'm in a six-hour line. Like, 
what should I do to entertain myself? And don't get me started with COVID. I mean, now you don't even get the chance to stand inside with the AC. You have to be outside in the sunlight for God he knows how long. And then you have preferences like, for example, elders and doctors. And let me, let me be honest. I've seen elders before go to that to that bank before this whole COVID thing started, but I have never, I've never, let me just use that word. I have never, that big word, I've never seen so many doctors. They're, these people are legit taking uniforms, getting themselves a little, like a little plaque, plaque, and they're like getting themselves into the bank. And I'm like, that's not fair because, you know, I'm, I'm out here, you know, taking sunlight and you guys are, are tricking your way into the bank. Some of them even pay the like the the security guard to let them in. I'm like, it's really really a mess. Um, <sighs> I really just want to leave. Like, I really want to graduate and leave. Um, in this country, I've learned to value the most simplest things in life, like having water. Because I don't know in your country, but where I am right now in the Dominican Republic, water is something that you don't have every day so if you have water every day you gotta be happy i mean sometimes water will go away and you won't see it for like two months three months some people haven't seen water in like five months you know i don't know if you can hear the water running in the background I'm trying to catch something up but anyway the point is it's very rare to have water here so when you do have water you have to go and like collect it into like a jar or whatever because there will be a moment that there will not be any more water it's very uncomfortable you know, imagine coming home from work very sticky and icky and there is no water. You know, it's really uncomfortable. And then where it's, when it's not the water, as I said, it's the people with their music. Sometimes these people, they come in like their cars and they have these speakers. I don't know if you guys have it over there, but there are these speakers that they put in their cars and they face it outwards. And um, yeah, they legit park on a street even if it's not their street and they just legit play music until like three in the morning sometimes. And then the funny thing is after like three or four in the morning, then they start to fight, you know, because they're drunk and, you know, all this nonsense. So if you thought that you're going to sleep when they finally shut up with the music, no, hell no. You got to have to sit down and wait until they're done fighting because they're about to fight. I mean, it's really intense. No one really talks about this because they don't want to be hated. But I, as I said, this is rated R. I don't give a damn if you want to hate me. I don't care if you're Dominican. I am saying it as it is. It's very uncomfortable. I mean... Living here is really not one of my best choices. I mean, maybe if I had money and I could go to like one of those rich neighborhoods, maybe. But living here where I am right now, nah, 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 nah. But yeah, as you guys can hear, I can never work from home, even if I wanted to. Like how? And you know, they're speeding and they could be going like two blocks from here and they're speeding as if they're about to die i mean it's legit incredible and then they have accidents and then they die and then you have their mothers crying saying oh my god my son was a good person he never sped in all of his life but you hear them revving their bikes like what do you mean he never sped in all his life like seriously 
But yeah, that is the first podcast. So I hope you guys enjoyed my little roast. As I said, this is a podcast rated R, unfiltered, no lies, no cover up, just the truth. If you have a problem, well, I'm sorry, but I tell it like it is. So I hope you guys enjoyed and I shall see you guys next time. Bye. Evis Jensen and welcome back to Rated R. This is the second episode of Living in Dominican Republic where I tell you my most honest commentaries, no filters, no cover up, the truth as it is. Now in the last episode we did talk about the Dominican Republic in a negative light and it is only fair that in this episode we cover the positive things of the Dominican Republic because there are a lot of positive things here. So basically we talked about four main things. The country as a country, um, the people as people, the university and the bank. So let's start with the Dominican people. The Dominican people have a particular quality which I love to death and it's their compassion. They're such compassionate people. Now, let me be honest, you can go to any neighbor's house and they will gladly give you something to eat. Now, I am not joking. You can always come here and see it. I mean, like you can prove it for yourself. They're very compassionate people. You legit go to them and say, I'm hungry, and they will gladly give you something to eat. They won't ask you why or how or, you know, they will gladly give you something to eat. The same thing with the supermarkets or colmados, like mini markets, sorry. You could go to any mini market and be like, I'm sorry, sir, I don't have all the money right now. Can I pay you back? And he will gladly say, take whatever you need, you know? I mean, in this country, you go hungry because you really want to. Because these are people that will gladly go to McDonald's, buy you food, buy you food at a store. I mean, they don't, they don't mind. They love to help. They're very generous people. And I don't see that in a lot of countries. So seeing that here, that generosity, that, that compassion, you got to give them the point. So I am going to give them that point. These Dominicans are very generous and compassionate people. Now, moving on to to the um, university. Now, the university here, as I said, La Was, it has positive features. Now, let me start. In this university, depending on how many courses you can manage, you can take. So if you want to take up to 13 courses, you can do so. In other universities, they give you the schedule. It's not like you can choose it for yourself. So you got to bear that in mind. You are free to choose as many courses as you want. You're free to select them in different orders. You're free to choose math one and math two in the same semester. Things that you cannot do in other universities. So... In Lawas, you do advance much faster. The reason why many guys, many people get set back is because either they take too many courses or, as I said, they either have to work or something like that. But they're very compassionate people in that sense. And also, if you have a problem, like not able to pay the semester and you go to them with a valid reason, they will gladly pay it for you. I mean, I've never seen that done in any other university. So I have to give it to Lawas. They are very generous and compassionate which goes back to the dominicans being very generous and compassionate they are wonderful people i mean they do fight they're grumpy sometimes 
but they in general they are wonderful people that will gladly take the clothing off their back to help you so keep that in mind whenever you want to study abroad remember that as i said this university may have its negative flaws but it also has a a good chuckload of positive things as i said like that you know you can gladly go to them and say listen i can't pay the semester and they will gladly help you they will actually employ you if you tell them that you need money and they will and they you tell them that you cannot really like sustain yourself but that you want to study they will gladly give you an employ i mean an employment right there you don't have to go far they will gladly give you a job that's how that's how nice of people they are like really they're really nice and as i said you don't really see that everywhere so you got to give them the point now going on to the bank because i am rambling gosh but going on to the bank now this bank is called bank reserva so this is the one you can't use your phone but even though you cannot use your phone be aware that this is the only bank that contracts you or i'm sorry i think i used the word wrong <laughs> I, i don't even know if that's a word i've reached a point that i don't even know what word i'm saying is that even know contract what what contract you what the hell what is that what what i don't even know what that is um they're the only people in this well this is the only bank that will gladly give you a bank account without a lot of explanation you don't have to like have a permanent job or be working at a permanent location i mean they I think they ask for like a reference stuff like that but apart from that they don't really you don't really have to hand in so much information and if you start the process on Monday like Wednesday to Friday you will already have your account like that's how cool it is but there are other banks here which I shall not mention I shall not mention their names you do the process and they take up to a year to approve you like my dad is still trying to get into one of them It's so sad because none of the jobs that he has seemingly fit the criteria uh, uh, quite uh, I'm going to have to take English classes. That's it. I'm going to I'm going to stop the podcast and go and take English classes because I am forgetting my English. Anyway, some jobs doesn't fit the prototype or I don't know. I'm trying to find the word I'm trying to find a word that I can say without messing up because <laughs> but yeah, they don't approve. Okay, I got it. They don't have, they don't approve certain jobs. So, even if you have a job at a call center, if they don't like that particular call center, they will not give you the bank account and they will purposely take out like take forever to like help you. So, bear that in mind so i have to give the point to bank reserva because they take everybody and i guess because they take everybody there is a lot of people so automatically they have to be very careful i guess i'm assuming I'm not sure i'm not i don't work there so i don't know but i'm just looking from the external point of view and telling you like an idea now let's give them the point and move on to the dominican republic in general now I have to be honest, the Dominican Republic is a beautiful country. You have got to come here to see how beautiful it is. I mean, unfortunately, there's some things that you're going to have to pay to be able to see like certain hotels, certain businesses, certain places that you will have to pay to be able to enter into, but in the general perspective, 
this country is wonderful. I mean, you go to different parts of this country and you'll be like, oh my gosh. It's like the best getaway. If you want to like get away from your day-to-day life and you just tired of the routine you'd be like okay i'm gonna go to dominican republic for a weekend or for a week and trust me you're going to love it i mean it's wonderful i mean they have beautiful free locations and i'm i'm just being honest there are places that you can they're like little getaways little secret locations like like you go through a particular road and then you end up like in this paradise looking looking open lot full of like trees and grass i mean it's wonderful i mean you just have to come here to see it for yourself they have a lot of beautiful stores as well i mean i mean i've gone to so many cool places here it's unbelievable it's just wonderful i mean it's really a wonderful country when you sit down think about the good things it's really wonderful. I I actually love it. I mean, as I said, I don't love the way I got here. I mean, maybe if I had come here willingly, you know, I wouldn't be so, you know. But when you're not happy because of the way you're brought and then you have things pop up, you know, you become very miserable. But in the general sense, the country is a beautiful place. I mean, there are bad locations like where I live and places like that. But in general, it is a nice place. You do see a lot of beautiful paisajes. Like, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm forgetting. How do you say that in English? Pais- okay, where's my iPad? I'm going to look. I'm going to look for that word. Don't, don't you dare move. Let me, let me find that word. I don't even know. I, I don't even know how. I'm losing it. I'm losing. <laughs> Pai. And then that's the funny thing. I can't even spell it in Spanish. Pai. Let me see. Paisaje. Okay. Alright, I got the word in English. Let me write in English. In English. In English. Okay, so landscape. Seriously? That's the word? Paisajes means landscape and I could not uh, you know what? Let me just let me just breathe. So there are a lot of nice open landscapes that you can go to and legit enjoy yourself you know go on a picnic and see nice things go to beaches it's fun i mean you just need to know where you're going but apart from that there's a lot of nice places you can go to you as i said um there are beautiful places that you can go to if you don't have money and if you have money there are also another class of beautiful places that you can go to like hotels vijas which are like homes that you can rent out and brah I have seen some houses, like, dude, like $300 a night, $400, $500. I think I saw one for like $1,000 a night. I mean, brah. But I'm talking about some really awesome houses that you think you'd only see these type of things in America. I mean, like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, you do have wonderful things here. I mean, it's it's nice. It's nice. You have to come and check it out for yourself. As I said, it's... It's nice. You know, you do have good things. You just, it just depends on where you live. I, if I had money, I would be happier <laughs> if I had money because I would move into like one of those houses that have a pool in the backyard, you know, but I'm broke. I'm poor. So yeah, I don't really have much of an option. <laughs> well, yeah, I still, I still would go to book a mind if I had the money. I mean, yeah, I would love to go. I mean, they look so happy. They're just so... They have a gym. They have a gym. (laughs) But yeah, anyway, guys, that's a wrap. I mean, 
that's basically some little small stuff about the American public. There are a lot more things that I could get into details in later on, but I shall not do that now in this podcast, in this episode. So yeah, so don't hate me. Don't hate me. I did see, I did talk about some good things there. I mean, I have to be honest. I have to be fair. You know, if you're going to talk about bad stuff, you got to talk about the good stuff too, because that's how I am, you know, and this country does have a lot of good things in it, you know, and the people, brah, you know what? I'm a... I'm going to go to the next door neighbor and be like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to get some food. I'm <laughs> just joking. But, <laughs> but yeah, I love the Dominican food. They really make some nice spaghettis. Ooh, I have never tasted any better spaghetti made than the ones that Dominican women make. Now, you can excuse me, Italianos, but, I mean, I don't know what it is, but I love them spaghetti. These Dominican spaghetti are the bomb. If you guys haven't tried it, you better, you better try it before you die. Because trust me, it's the bomb. Anyway, guys, see you next time. Bye.